Good morning, everybody, and oh. welcome to the 2A Street, 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 Street. <laughs> That's the dramatic entrance for you. <laughs> it's always good to start off episodes with... With a good chuckle. That's good right there. I like that. Oh, my goodness, man. You know, sometimes I just walk into these and I'm just jammed all up just to, <laughs> you know, just to start my day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I find that after recording with you, you know, I just, I go out and just the, the sun seems a little brighter. Oh, man. Trees seem a little bit uh, greener. Well, not, maybe not in winter. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I guess the snow seems crisper. I don't know. <laughs> the best thing. Man, so first awesome. day of spring was last week sometime. Was it I, I really? Can't, I, yeah, I can't tell. I can't <laughs> was it really? <laughs> oh, yeah. man. This, this place. Is, uh, <laughs> we're talking about appreciating things around us. And there's sometimes appreciating the snow gets old <laughs> <We're> right quick. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah got, so, so you and I were hanging out last week. Yeah. And this... Uh, this video comes on a screen that we're watching, and I'm like, yo, who is this? And and it was this rapper, and you know me, I, I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on in our culture, yeah, yeah. But, but this is one of the first times where I was actually interested in, in a rap song, in a rap individual. I was uh-huh. just like, this this is next level for me. I don't know if he's regular for you, but he's next level for me. Uh-huh. And, and so you tell me his name real quick, and uh, I was like, cool, I'll, I'll get his name off you later, and... So I decided to go home and Google what I thought you said. Uh-huh. <laughs> this was a bad idea because uh, obviously it's going to be a, a cultured name. And I went and I Googled the most white name that I could think of because that's what I thought you said. So, so guess what I Googled what when you I got? went? Yeah. Jake Evans. Because you said Jay Givens. <laughs> and I wouldn't know on what that would even mean because that is a cool hip hop urban street name yes yes and i chose jake evans and i tell you there is no rapper named jake evans <laughs> there's a ceo oh, somewhere on this planet man it's C- did you just say there's a ceo somewhere <laughs> so that's the thing right is that it's this why would i ever think that it was this name jake evans i mean i thought hey that sounds reasonable for an artist you know but nonetheless jay Givens, give yeah. him a look because this guy is incredible. Even from my good, perspective, yeah. this guy is next level out there. Mm-hmm. So, but um, why, why I'm even bringing him up is because for that being one of my first times of just seeing something that I don't normally look at. And I was just like, holy, if this is even just the tip of an iceberg, I'm missing out on a whole lot. And, and I don't mean missing out like, oh, I have to have that. So I'm going to yeah, clamor yes. kind of thing. But how do we help people understand and see and get exposed to some of these other things that would not even normally be on their radar kind of thing right and that happens all over the place is that there's just there's little mom and pop food stores yes you know that that we'd never see unless somebody said something yeah i mean realistically the googles and all that kind of stuff aren't very good at pointing those places out because you need so much exposure to even get people there in the first place, right? right? So people always say, yeah, Subway is good for a sandwich, but there's the mom and pop shop right next door that you would never find kind of thing. How do you find a way to get to those things that you don't normally see and that you're not normally exposed to? How how do you get there? 
I uh, try to hang out with people that are not of the same background as I am. Mm. I try to learn about other people's cultures. I try to uh, um, intentionally seek relationship with people that don't think the same way as I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that way I am exposing myself to different ways of doing things and living life. Yeah. You know, because if you look at how life is right now, if you box yourself in a certain situation, you're going to be stuck right there. Mm -hmm. But the more that you uh, broaden your horizon and uh, build relationships with people that don't uh, agree with you, people that don't look the same color skin as you is, yeah. and just expose yourself out there, you'll be able to uh, branch out yeah. and do greater things you know and that's one way of, uh, of uh, introducing or uh, exposing yourself to different yeah. kind of things yeah so I agree with you um, how did we get to the point in society where approaching a group of people that you don't know is going to kill you <laughs> right because that's the thing I mean you, you said it is that you go out of your way to find people which means that you're going to inject yourself into a situation the society would say you can't do that right you know what i mean is is there's got to be a certain point where you go no I, i'm just gonna go in there i i noticed that there's these kids around this ghetto blaster and yeah. you know it's multicultural or it's not yeah. it doesn't matter i'm just gonna go see what's up you know they're, they're not gonna whip out a well not not in canada <laughs> <laughs> so you know what i mean is yeah. it Fear has gotten us into such a, a point where I don't want to go outside of my regular routine because yeah. I might get hurt. Uh, they might say no, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. or something like that. But what, what are you experiencing out there then when you inject yourself into a situation that, you know, you want to find out something more? And so you just, I'm going to email this guy and see what's <laughs> up. You know, how, how do you overcome those kind of. You, you never know, you know how many shots you miss unless if you try, oh. right? So if you actually go out there and get that no, that's good. You know what I mean? But then you're standing on the sideline and say, oh, they're not going to accept me. Yeah. And what if you accomplished? Mm -hmm. You're just building a wall that you, ain't, you don't need yeah. to build. So the more that you just go out there and just. Uh, uh, knock those doors and like mm -hmm. yo man, I'm, I'm here I just want to know what's going down yeah. you know how y'all do this thing right here mm -hmm. how can I be better you know th those are things and yeah. you will actually see that these people are, are welcoming mm -hmm. they, they want you in it to well, exactly and that's the thing is that the majority of times they are totally ready to, to give direction because yeah. you've recognized and appreciated where they are yeah. and so they're more than happy to, to reciprocate that. So how come our fear of rejection is so deep these days? Why why is hearing the words no, you know, gotten us to the point where we are? I mean, is this is this really what everybody says where we've just bubble wrapped our kids for the past, you know, generation that they don't know what no sounds like? Is, is that... Is that why we're there? Well, it, it, uh, it, it has a big part of it because um, when you think about how uh, our society is so driven towards mm -hmm. yes and uh, quick mm -hmm. now, whatever, you know, you just kind of uh, condition yourself in that situation where you're mm -hmm. like, I don't want rejection yeah. because rejection hurts. Yes, mm -hmm. it does. But then at the same time, if you look at it from a right angle, mm -hmm. it's a good thing. Yep. You know what I mean? Because you will actually know that you'll see that the things that you were rejected from probably was protection from yeah. something. So we have That's to uh, accept rejection. We have yeah. to look at rejection as a healthy thing, mm -hmm. you know, because if, you, if uh, you have people that are always saying yes to you, when the day that rejection comes, it's going to be devastating. Yeah. So um, how many times did you hear no? When you needed two dollars on the streets of Toronto, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
man, some of the no's that I got was just like a silent nothing. You yeah, know they, don't they don't even recognize you, recognize you as a human. You as a human, you know what I'm saying? And it's worse when it comes from people that are close to you. Mm-hmm. When you, when they know that you in need of something, and they ain't even move Ouch. a finger. Ouch. You feel what I'm saying? And th- those well, those are the ones that hurt the most. That's the worst rejection yeah. is from the people that you know that they got it, they're your family, they could do something, but they're just not willing to do yeah. nothing. You know what I mean? And when you, think, when you think about that right there, when you hurt so much like that, mm-hmm. you probably won't even want to sit here yeah. and know no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then you just kind of close yourself in and think yeah. that, you know, this is my safe place, but that safe place got to be broken mm-hmm. and you got to go beyond yeah. that. So... Um, and I don't always mean to bring you there. Um, did those no's that you experienced back in those days make it easier to accept no's today, do you think? Or is it because you're in a totally different space now that the, the rejection is different? Does that does that make sense? Yeah. Did, did, did you, know, you get trained better to, um, to accept rejection from that experience? I think it was more knowing who I was as a person or who I am. Uh, that helps me a lot or that helped me as well back then mm-hmm. I always knew that you know there was something inside of me that would uh, help me to get to where I'm supposed to get yeah. so no matter how many no's I got I still was like yo you know it don't matter I'm still gonna get to where I'm mm-hmm. gonna get I'm gonna get there you know what I'm saying because when you believe so much that you're talented and you believe so much that there is something inside of you that is mm-hmm. calling out for greatness no amount of NOs is going to stop you yeah. from getting nowhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just going to continue knocking those doors out in, mm-hmm. until you get to where you're supposed to yeah. be. You know what I mean? So for me, it helped me to actually dig deeper inside of me to say, Abe, mm-hmm. you got this. And I'm saying, you're talented. Yeah. You're going to get to where you're supposed to get. Yeah. So is it a... If we all learned how to accept rejection better, would we would we be more successful? If what? Sorry. If if we were to learn to accept rejection better, mm-hmm. would we succeed more? Yeah, absolutely. We have to learn how to uh, uh, accept rejection better. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when you go to a job interview, it's either they're going to take you or they're not. They're not going to take you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And because you need that job, you're going to go. Yeah. You know. So then, the rejection that comes from certain people, relationships, yes, they might hurt. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's the same thing. You know, you, you're either yeah. going to get a yes or you're going to get a no. So mm-hmm. you just got to keep on going. Well, you know, there's a uh, there's a saying out there as uh, you know, uh, imagine what you could accomplish if you knew you couldn't fail. Wow. Right? What chances would you take in this world then that if you knew I'm going to go jump this cliff or something like that and you just knew you couldn't fail? You'd go for it every single time, right? But right. We're, we're afraid of the rejection with death, you know? <laughs> that, that would stop me from jumping <laughs> cliff. But, you know, how many chances would you take more in a day if you knew that there wasn't going to be rejection there for you, right? I right. mean, I, I think that that fear of rejection actually hinders us from oh, doing a whole lot of things out yeah. there. And, and I mean, rejection isn't necessarily the literal somebody telling you no, but, you know, I, I'm going to get in the car, we're going to drive to the mountains today, but then your brain starts putting in all these things. Well, what if the road conditions are bad? What if this and that, right? I mean, your your mind starts rejecting your idea man, at that point man. in time. And But how easy is it? Just hop in the car and drive. Just go. Just go. You're going to be all right out yeah. there. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's just... It, it's it's everywhere that we are these days. It's this kind of, and and it is just plain rejection. You're afraid of something going not the optimal way. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and that's rejection. Yeah, you know, as yeah. far as I'm concerned, just I don't know how it is or how to. 
help people understand about rejection without actually being there uh-huh. themselves, you know, because uh-huh. we see that, that, you know, young adults and, and people in their 20s, something bad happens and they just fly off the handle that, that this world is falling apart or something just because they haven't ever had this experience or at least they haven't had enough experience about right. being told no on something, right? So you get the temper tantrum in the supermarket, you know, when your credit card declines, just, I don't know, just mistake of the bank, you know, and you're just freaking out <laughs> as an adult. Because your credit card didn't work, you know, just, it's fine. Just say, sorry, I'll be back for my stuff later. But, you know, I just, I don't know. Just, <coughs> have you ever, have you ever been in a uh, supermarket? You get your trolley all filled up. Yeah. And then you go to the uh, tailor right there. And your, your, your card gets rejected. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. It either gets declined or, been, you know. I've, I've been in those situations. I laugh, I was laughing because. It's a, it's a, it was a reality for me at one point yeah. in the time where I'd be over at the till right there and I'm like, man, let this cut go through. Yeah, yeah. Because I know there ain't no money in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or there's, at least it's not enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you get it, it gets declined. You get rejected mm-hmm. right quick. You know what I mean? But it don't stop me from trying again tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, in the, like, in the sense where I'm not going to stop going to the supermarket. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you got to be ready for it. Yep. So that prepared me. Mm-hmm. To be where, where I'm like, you know, I got to be prepared, you know what I'm yeah. saying, to get myself up in a, in a better situation. You yeah. feel me? Because I've gone through those things yeah. in life and I don't ever want to go back. Yeah. You, you know, I'm, I'm just wondering here and uh, I don't know if the rest of you out there think it's a good idea or not. I'm just, I'm just tossing it. <laughs> but do you think maybe we should take a couple of our youth kids one day and just head downtown and just... Send one of them. Why don't you go ask that guy for two dollars? You, you know, just just give them that experience because uh-huh. I mean, I bet a bunch of people because these kids are teenagers are going to tell them no because right. they don't know where this two dollars is going or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is, it, is, it, is that a fair way to show somebody what no feels like? You know, because they're going to be afraid to even do it in the first place, <laughs> let alone because of that rejection. Because you already know you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, yeah, on that. yeah. But but hearing no. <laughs> but you that see that hurts. that's that's that that's that's taught though. I think kids gotta go through it their own self. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because then they 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 can navigate it their own way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, if we have kids that are open, if my mm-hmm. child is open with me, they come home and they tell me what's going down, then I can help them navigate towards whatever yeah. situation. But um, what we have is bubble wrap kids mm-hmm. that don't they don't know what failure is. They go to school, everybody passes. You know what I'm oh, saying? They, go, they, they do sports, everybody's winning. Days. You know what I mean? Crazy. And we never had that when we was growing up. That's right. You know a fail saying? was a fail. Exactly. Yeah. And what we can't have that for our kids now. Mm-hmm. You know, so we gotta we we, we can't bubble wrap them. Mm-hmm. We just got to allow them to experience failure, yep. to experience these things so that at the end of the day, they can navigate towards yep. uh, around it their own way. You know, that's the thing is it uh, you see all these game shows these days uh-huh. where things are difficult, but everybody, you know, one or two of them succeed. We just need to make a game show where nobody wins. <laughs> Ain't nobody getting out of here proper. <laughs> you know, Straight. you sign up to be rejected. Yes. There is no way you're, going that you're making this out of this without right. just losing. You know, and, and you're not just losing a little bit. You don't like get a thousand just for showing up. You know, you you, you owe me. No, you owe me after this. <laughs> you pay a thousand dollars to get even on here, yeah. and then you lose that no matter what. <laughs> <It's good>. gone. <laughs> no, yeah. but it, I. How do we teach kids no? How do we teach adults no? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that kind of no, but I don't know. <laughs> it's just interesting, right? Is because now the uh, the education system isn't saying no. 
most parents aren't saying no to their kids. Right. You know? And by the time that they get here and now, what we see in a, about 10 years younger than what we are, is they just can't handle they it. They can't handle it. And, no. and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. They're doing the best that they can with the skills that they've been provided. Right. But because yes. of lack of exposure to rejection, you know, then that's it. And that's how we end up in marriages that, that fall apart is because they didn't understand the things that each other doesn't like before getting involved in a marriage. Right. So then suddenly this one thing happens and you haven't discussed it with your spouse about things that bother you. As soon right. as you get that first rejection, suddenly it's their fault. Yes. For not catering to what your expectation was, and then you get rejected on that kind of thing. You yes. Know, oh, I don't like to ski. Well, you have to like to ski because I like to ski. No. There you go. All right, a counselor. Hey, you know, ninety dollars <laughs> an hour. We got a situation. Yeah. yeah. You know, so there's, I don't know, and and I and I don't know if it's the same to set somebody up by knowing that you're putting them in a situation that they're gonna get rejected, or if it needs to be spontaneous, you know, rejection. Because we do micro ones at youth group. You know, hey, can I have another cupcake? No. You, you know, but it's, yeah. but it's not the same as kind of like uh, you put your heart into something, and you get rejected. Right. You, right. You know, right. it's. Um, I, I don't like that all these good life experiences are something that people have to go through in order to get successful, Man. right? But, but it's starting to aim that way that you don't know what it's like to be homeless. You can't appreciate it unless you've been homeless. You don't know what it's like to have no money until you've had no money, you know? And, yeah. and I don't like that that's the way that people need to learn life, you know? And, um, but the ones that don't go through it don't appreciate what they have. That's right. So then they disrespect but it, everything. It, it else, also you know? goes down. It, it boils down to the same situation too, though. That um, I don't appreciate um, technical stuff. Hmm. Personally, it's just like, eh, yep. whatever. You know what I'm saying? And so if um, my phone ain't working or something, mm-hmm. I want a new one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because I, yeah. I, I, I don't want to. I, I don't have the means. I don't know how to fix a phone. Sure. But for you, mm-hmm. that would be like, man. If this phone ain't working, this yep. computer, I'm gonna break this thing apart. That's right. I gotta figure Clear. this thing. <laughs> I'll fix this. I, I gotta figure this thing out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where now, that's not my battle. Mm-hmm. That ain't my battle right there. Yeah. So my child might live in a in a nice house, go to the best school, mm-hmm. and never understand what it is to go broke. Yeah. That's not their so mm-hmm. more poverty is not their battle. So yeah. I I can't. It would be hard mm, for me. That's yeah. interesting. It would be hard for me to teach them. About poverty, mm-hmm. they're gonna have their own battles. Mm-hmm. Maybe rejection from friends. Then they go, that, that's a situation. Yep. So I can't teach them about poverty, but I can teach them about rejection mm, from friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't teach them about uh, uh, makeup because he's he, he a dude. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But I can teach him about something else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's different uh, um, spheres of life mm-hmm. or, or experiences that we all gonna have. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I went went through homelessness. Somebody won't I never understand, and I don't expect yeah. them to understand it. You feel me? Because they got their own problem that I would never understand. Yeah, I you see. You know what I mean? I see. That's so good. it's just understanding that where I'm at, it was my battle, mm-hmm. and somebody's going to understand it. I'm going to understand somebody. Just in the same way, yeah. you can talk to somebody about technical stuff, and you just like, yeah. Um, is it? <laughs> Is it important that somebody understands then? I, I guess is the question. You at least understand that that was your battle. Yeah. But you're not this massive homeless advocate where you're like, you <laughs> need to go out there and help the homeless. I was there. You need to know what it's like. Right. You know what I mean? Is that how important is it then 
that people even understand. Like, I mean, because you don't go out there and advertise, I mean, you can empathize and sympathize with somebody who is in the situation. Yes. But you don't go out of your way to tell those people that were not, you know, what it's like to be homeless. That's or, interesting. Or you, you, so I, it is interesting. That's, that's why I'm kind of struggling <laughs> with on, on how to say it, is that how important is it for people to know? Because it is happening out there. You're not pushing it in everybody's faces. You also don't necessarily believe that they need to know and feel what it's like in order to do something about it. Uh-huh. Like you're, you're in a very interesting position here because you've been there. Yeah. But yet only certain people even know that you're that you were even in it. Not, yeah. not just close to it. You were in it. I was in it. Yeah. You know, it's uh that's interesting. Does it matter? Does it matter if somebody knows on, on where you've been? No, I guess sometimes because of the past hurts and stuff, you mm-hmm. remove yourself from that situation. Yeah, right. And that's, concentrate, that's your mechanism. Yes. Yeah. And concentrate your energies on different things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very interesting. <laughs> See, so we, and we talked about it before. So this is one thing. Uh-huh. It's not... Or, or at least as far as I've seen, it's not important for people to know that you were there. Right. But it is important for them to understand that you are a cultured man. Yes. And that you represent your culture well and you're a strong advocate of that. Yes. Right? So so I'm finding it, huh. you know, that there's just certain things. And, and though I agree with you that you have a defense mechanism right now is because of the hurts that you experienced there, that you don't really want to revisit that even though you have experience in uh-huh. that. And that, that to me would be my personal because i'm not a professional psychologist as that you just defend yourself against that kind of hurt and that's uh-huh. fine that's why you could speak about being cultured but you don't want to speak about homelessness because you that's know very, i like i but, like that but you're you very educated up. on it I, I tell you there's, there's nobody more educated i know about what it's like to grow up in the streets of toronto than you you know kind of thing i but, like uh, i like that um i, I think one of the greatest things is that yes, I uh, I've been out there in the streets, but I do empathize a lot with homelessness. Mm-hmm. I'm just not vocal about it mm-hmm. as much as I know I should. I guess mm-hmm. I never like I never thought about it mm-hmm. until now. Um, but the problem is that like I guess because I focus my energy mm-hmm. on on uh, the youth mm-hmm. aspect of uh, things yep. that um, I've left certain situations mm-hmm. so yeah that's uh that's something that needs to be visited mm-hmm. i think that's well because that's the thing is that i i don't think right now that even your youth know kind of some of the depth that you've been into no they don't right so so they can understand and appreciate but on the same note the the group that you're in right now isn't in a real big outreach style though either that's it's right not like you guys pack up the kids and go downtown and no and serve the homeless either. No. so so it's not really just something that you guys have needed to even touch on yet and I'm really certain that if one of your kids said, you know, hey, I've been couch surfing over the past, you know, month or so, then you'd be right in there right saying, there. hey, you know, I know where you're at and I'm going to let you know Absolutely. now that this is where I've been in my life. Yes. And, and you need to know right now that this is just a stepping stone. Like, I can totally see you doing that. But with all the things, I mean, we're, we're one of the uh, communities, as far as I understand, is, you know, one of the har- largest rates of youth homelessness, you know, in our region kind of thing. And, and we don't have any kind of outreach for that, you know, just because it's so well hidden. It is. That, that it's just, <laughs> it is well know? hidden. It's, a, it's, an open, it's an open secret. And one thing that, we, uh, that I have noticed 
like uh, just talking about the different uh, struggles is uh, the kids that I'm dealing with right quick um, they, they went through rejection mm-hmm. of their own way you mm-hmm. know what I mean <clears throat> which I understand I do understand it because I've been there as well mm-hmm. so I empathize and I am so much involved in that yeah. you know what I mean and um, that's a big big heartfelt uh, 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 thing that I do mm-hmm. is just knowing that there's been a rejection yeah. within this kid's life yeah. and where they're at right now is a pivotal moment mm-hmm. of decisions for them uh, whether they will do better yeah. or they'll go bad you know what I mean so it's just one of those situations now where it's like um, yes I gotta deal with this bigger picture mm-hmm. but there's also this big picture right here as well um, I am at a loss of words. That, that's okay. So, um, <laughs> so I'm curious. So um, right now you're talking about some of the kids, and and I know which ones you're talking about. They're actually not part of your regular church youth group. The yep. ones you're talking about. Um, so you're stepping into their lives and you're teaching them certain things that they're talented at. Yep. You're bringing them up. You you know that they've been rejected in one way or another through the system and, and just through people as a whole. Did you have that? When you were a kid, did, did somebody outside of your regular circle step in and show you your greatness? Or was it your drive that got you out of your situation? Um, it was just the drive that I had. I, uh, I had such a hunger and passion for what I was doing that mm-hmm. I just uh, believed so much that I was going to do it. Yeah. And I believed it so much. Yeah. Uh, and so because of that, I just kept on going, knowing mm-hmm. that one day, there was going to be a breakthrough yep. and I just went through it and that was it. Like, you yep. know, I just focused, I just believed it. Mm-hmm. You know, that was one of the biggest things is believing that you can, you're going to make it, yep. you know, and believing that it's a season. And because of that, mm-hmm. you can come out cleaner, better and more successful than yep. anything. Yeah, no, that, that's, it's always incredible just to hear some of your, some of your stories, man, <laughs> of where you came from. And, and I mean, you, you mix the culture, dynamic in with that as well and it's just a totally different totally different bad experience than what i had as well even though on paper they look similar you know what i yeah, mean yeah it's yeah yeah i don't know man it's just uh <laughs> i i really appreciate what you're doing with those kids i i think it's great that uh we're just showing them how to be and and what i really like with what you're doing is um a couple of your kids they're they're white kids that want to be rappers but you're teaching them the fundamentals first. You're Run teaching handle. them. You can't just go out there and spit this stuff out. You've got to understand where rap has evolved from. You've got to understand the hip-hop scene. And then only after you've got a grasp of that do you actually... Then then now we can start it's, talking about it, it, this It's stuff, crazy right? because there's this kid called Lil Pump. Mm-hmm. He's a rapper. He's a teenager. He's very successful. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was asked a question. Where do you rate Tupac? Mm. And his statement was so disrespectful that he got a backlash to the point where he's, he was he had to erase his Twitter or whatever stuff because the backlash was crazy, yeah. right? And then now after the fact, yeah. he's showing himself in a video wearing a Tupac t-shirt. Mm-hmm. One of his concerts, he was playing a Tupac song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So without that knowledge yeah. of that history you will fail. Yep. You know what I mean? So if we don't teach these youngins that, you know, this is where it all started. Yeah. When the fame comes mm-hmm. and you, certain questions are asked, yep. you know, and people are listening, whether young or old, they're listening. Yep. 
And if you ain't cultured enough, it's going to come back to bite you. Right. Well, and, and see, and that's the thing is that I wonder if there's a way for us to tie the same things together, right? Is that you have a successful model in teaching the kids how to appreciate music for what its roots were, right? Yeah. I mean, you have it versed in that, um, in, in the rap and the hip hop industry. I would probably do a similar thing in, in the, you know, rock, you know, modern rock kind yeah. of thing industries. Just be like, no, you need to understand, you know, like like what we talked about before, you know, you got the rush out there. You've got yeah. all those guys, you know, it's just from these 60s, 70s, 80s kind of things that made the music what it is today. I wonder if there's a way to just teach them that as we're going through life skills with these kids, to teach them the same kind of idea. Is there some sort of way that we can say, listen... There is this thing out there called homelessness. There is this thing out there called poverty. There, you know, yeah. and and help that they at least understand, respect, and appreciate, yeah. so that they don't go out and just disrespect everything right, else right. that got them up there. Kind yes. of thing. Like you're yes. just lucky that you, not you, but they are just lucky that they skipped over the yes. homelessness and the poverty and all that kind of stuff. They're just lucky and just understand that. So, for these kids today that are talented, we need to have them understand that. So that they can skip on through absolutely. the rejection and all I, absolutely, that. Absolutely, I believe that one hundred percent. The backlash. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah. It's just drink. I, I love your story. <laughs> I, I do, man. And, and and I only get little nuggets of it too, right? Because because that's the thing is that that's a you decision, right? And that's why I'm always cautious. I'm pushing you on any of it because I I just want an overview because that's your story to tell for other people in whichever uh -huh. medium that you want to. But there needs to be an understanding out there and. And I think halfway through this episode is the one where we're trying to figure out, is it necessary to have that conversation with people, right? right, and, right. And, and, and I think that we still got some, some thinking to do about well, that. For sure, is yeah. If we were to tell that story, what's the gain? What's the net benefit to anybody to, to tell these stories about where we've been and all that? Yeah. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's just shine a light on where we've been and that we're successful yeah, you, see, you know i'm <laughs> successful now but 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 only because of this like is it a stepping definitely stone you see success, that's exactly right? one of my uh my, one of my things is that um do i want to glorify where i've been yeah yeah you know i mean and shed light to that yeah. or do i want to be living in the moment yeah. and just teach people to avoid certain things without being explicit about yeah. where i've been coming yeah, from? And, and and that's the thing is uh and, and that's one of the reasons of your hesitation, because I know you're a very humble man these days, and, and because Appreciate of where you've been, yeah. <laughs> you're very hum humble, and that's a good thing. And the way that you teach is that where there's an implication that, that you've been somewhere. You've, you know, these eyes have seen things. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? And and uh, yeah, and you're right. Is that you don't want to bring glory to things that aren't relevant. That's right. Somebody's success. That's right. I mean, it, it's nice if they understand, but you're not the kind of guy to say, look at me because of that. Right. You know, so it's uh it don't make no sense to me. Man, next Saturday is gonna be amazing because we'll have figured it out in our heads <laughs> on what we're trying to do here. So uh I don't yeah. know. You have anything else to add on this one there? No, nah, man. I'm, I'm, this, was, this was pretty solid, man. It really got me thinking. So I really appreciate this one right here. Mm -hmm. It's really good. That's well, good. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, with that, uh, we are the two-way street. Two-way street. Uh, Abe has his own uh, just stuff going on. This this guy's amazing. He was amazing before I met him. So I'm, I'm only a small part right of the... Here, <laughs> I'm only a small <laughs> part of the... But he's at abemoweo.com. Yeah. Or conversations with Abe on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play Music, and anywhere else that you can find the RSS feeds and syndicated all over the place. We together are the two A Street. Two A Street. Have a great week. Uh.